0: Hi, everybody, I'm Scott. Hello, I'm Julie. And this is A Good Story is Hard to Find podcast.
1: Where two Catholic friends talk about the books and movies they love and the traces of the one reality that lie below the surface.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is uh, our third podcast talking about the book of Genesis Mm -hmm. in the Bible. (laughs) From the Bible. (laughs) It's easy to find. It's the first one. It's the very first one. Yes. So we're we're talking today uh, from uh, chapter 25, verse 12, which is right after the death of Abraham and through chapter 50, which is the last chapter of the book. This is episode 226. And in uh, 225, we talked about Genesis 2 through 25. And in episode two twenty four is when we talked about Genesis one. And right. uh, science got all sciency in that one.
2: <laughs> we sure this one.
0: There will not be a lot of sciency things talked about. <laughs> no, I don't but suspect anyway. Family stuff family out the stuff. wazoo. Right,
1: you got family problems. This
0: is your part of the book. <laughs> that's that's so true. There you is recognize a lot of that. all this. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. I'll do a quick summary. If such a thing is possible, okay, twenty-five great. chapters.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's see. So, um, as you said, it, when we left off, Abraham had just died, <laughs> um, and we get a genealogy. And the interesting thing is, you know, we know the genealogies are kind of big markers of of uh, change and time passing. The interesting thing to me is the genealogy is first is the one for Ishmael, then for Isaac. Hmm. So Ishmael hasn't been forgotten, even though. He left, he and Hagar left a while back. Yeah. So then we have um, the really big story cycle of Jacob, who is Isaac and Rebekah's second son. And we have him and his brother Esau. We have him finding wives. We have him having amazing dreams that communicate more of who God is. And an interesting little side story of his family that doesn't get talked about much, which is about his daughter Dinah or Dina. I don't know Mm. how you say it. I'm going to say Dinah. (laughs) Um, Then we go on to a second big story cycle, which is of one of Jacob's 12 sons, the first son of his most beloved wife, Rachel, and that's about Joseph. Most of him know him. Uh, Most of us have heard of him from there was a great movie, an animated movie in the was it the eighties or It Must have been the nineties. Mm-hmm. And um, also, there's that musical, The Amazing Technicolor Coach. <laughs> yes. And so that's a, mm-hmm. a very slight knowledge of him. <laughs> so he is a real brat who is sold into slavery and uh, winds up through circumstances in jail, where he's interpreting dreams. So this is all. This whole half is really dominated by dream. Hmm. interpretation and communication in dreams i think and um he becomes through that a power second only to pharaoh in egypt he saves his family from famine and in this one we also have an interesting side story which is of judah and tamar back home cool. while joseph yeah. has been sold into slavery so um and then it ends up with him dying and that's it
0: the end you're set
1: up for Exodus, yes, right,
0: yeah, and uh, Jacob is renamed Israel, mm, mm-hmm. right, yeah, yeah, so yeah, very, very powerful stuff, but you're right, family stories, um, mm-hmm. yeah, personal stories,
1: <laughs> and much different in style than the stories we saw before I mean Abraham had a big story cycle obviously mm-hmm. but it felt like little pieces put together more than these which to me felt like really complete stories
0: yeah you know yeah um, agreed yeah yeah like short novels yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah exactly
0: yeah yeah so um well talks just a little bit about Ishmael like you said and then it goes into the, uh, the birth of Esau and Jacob. And um, that was interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, uh, the children struggled within her, and she said, If it is thus, why do I live? Um, so she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples born of you shall be divided. The one shall be stronger than the other. The elder shall serve the younger. Um yeah, so yeah. she had twins and that's yeah. Esau and Jacob.
1: And you know what's interesting about that until you just read that it never really hit me. I you know Rebecca's no. Yeah, Rebecca, sorry. Mm-hmm. Too many women whose names start with R are important in this section of the book. So Rebecca <laughs> is I always see her as very tricky and manipulative. You kind of see where Jacob gets it from. She's pushing her son forward or her favorite son. They're both her sons, but Isaac's favorite is Esau and her favorite is Jacob. And she's always, you know, manipulating things and giving him the plan and let's do this. Mm -hmm. And um, at least at the end, in a big way. And I'm now thinking, oh, she must have felt very justified from the fact that God told her. The youngest one's going to rule over the oldest mm. one.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah,
1: it never occurred to me that she might have felt she had some other justification than mm. "I like this one best."
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: or additional justification, maybe.
0: Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so the Lord told her that because, um, well, but before I get to to the uh, the blessing piece, um, mm. this this you know Esau sells his birthright piece is is interesting. So, you know, so uh, Esau comes in, um, it says, once when Jacob was boiling pottage, Esau, (laughs) I'm on 29, okay, Uh, uh, Esau came in from the field and he was famished. And Esau said to Jacob, hey, let me eat some of that red pottage for I am famished. And then it says, therefore, his name was called Edom. And then Jacob said, first, sell me your birthright. It's like, yeah, I'll give you some stew if you sell me your birthright. And Esau says, I'm about to die of what use is a birthright to me. And then Jacob says, swear to me first. So he swore to him, sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils. And he ate and drank and rose and went his way. (laughs) Thus, Esau despised his birthright. Wow.
1: (laughs) When you get the idea from this is, you know, Jacob is thinking all the time. Yeah. And Esau is just a much simpler person.
0: Yeah. You know. That that's that's what I'm getting too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't know that I believe that Esau is really about to die. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah. Right. He's hungry, you know. But he sold his birthright just for, for some stew. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's so, not taking the birthright seriously. Not at all. I don't know. It's that, I mean, despise is an interesting word, but it's, yeah, he, he doesn't really think it matters. What of course, is your, later he thinks it, it matters a lot.
0: Instead of, does yours say despise as well?
1: Oh, let's see. What, uh, it's part the part very it?
0: end of 25, the very last okay. line. line says, thus Esau despised his birthright.
1: Spurned is Spurned. the word I have.
0: Spurned. Okay, yeah, that's a completely different word.
1: Yeah, and spurned yep. is kind of how I was thinking of it. It's mm-hmm. because you think it's just the careless action of somebody who just doesn't think much.
0: Right, right.
1: And that's the impression you get of Isao. He's, he's much more direct and straightforward, and um, I have found him in this reading especially, but I've since I first read the Robert Alter translation, which is the one I read for this, I found him an interesting character mm. because he is so simple and you do get little lines that show you how he feels. Mm. So there's one point where later on, Rachel says you know, to Jacob, um, well, actually, maybe she's saying it to Isaac now. I can't remember. But she's like, you know, we, our son, if we leave him here, he's going to marry one of these local girls. <laughs> and I'm not having it. We can't do that. They're awful. Mm-hmm. And so they send him to her brother, Laban. And – um Esau overhears this, and he's already married two local ladies, and he feels really bad about it. So this is chapter 28, let's say verse uh, verse 6 to 9. And Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and had sent him off to Padan Aram to take him a wife from there when when he blessed him, and charged him, saying, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. And Jacob listened to his father and to his mother, and he went to Paddan Aram. And Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan were evil in the eyes of Isaac, his father. And Esau went to Ishmael, and he took Mahalath, daughter of Ishmael, son of Abraham, in addition to his wives, as a wife. Mm -hmm. So we've got Ishmael coming back into God's people through his daughter, for one thing.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And what we have is Esau overhearing this and going oh, dad doesn't like that. I'm going to do this thing that he does like.
2: Hmm.
1: I'm going to try to comply as best I can.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's, you know, you get the feeling it's too little too late. It never gets mentioned again. But it's just that little bit that they give us where you're like, oh, no, he wants to do the right thing. He's just not thinking about it or asking ahead of time or who's giving him counsel.
0: Mm, right. Right. You yeah. know, yeah, you don't hear of anybody giving him counsel, although. yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Re- Rebecca doesn't care about him as much as she cares about Jacob, and it's the ladies who arrange you know who talk about a lot of this stuff, guys, you know, it's the men together, Isaac and Esau, <laughs> and they just don't talk about that stuff a lot, right, and this is my modern interpretation, but um, when I read that the first time, I was like, "Oh, my heart kind of broke for him,
0: yeah. Yeah, me too. And and he's described as a as a hairy guy, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a, um, yeah, kind of brutish, uh, mm-hmm. you know, simple guy. Yeah, and that you know makes you think. Well, Jacob is not that, so he must be. Well, they said he was smooth, right? Right. <laughs> but he's you know good looking, uh, you know, guy in in uh, Rebecca's eyes.
1: Well, yeah, and yeah. God already said I'm going to mm-hmm. favor the younger son, which is a, yeah. a real tendency.
0: Right, you know, God's right. always
1: picking the more unlikely one in terms of what people think. Yeah. But then, um, just to skip way ahead to when Jacob's coming back and he's got his wives and his property and everything, and he's terrified because he had stolen um, Isaac's blessing from Esau. Yeah. And Esau was like, "I am going to kill this guy," so he runs away. Jacob does, yeah, and that's when all the big stuff happens. But um, he's coming back, and he's really terrified. And what happens? Esau falls on his neck and goes, "My brother," you know, crying. Everything's mm. wonderful. It's that simplicity of heart. Mm. And I realize there's there's more going on, but it's it goes along with the picture that's painted of Esau. Yeah, he's yeah. not probably suited to lead God's people or to be the one who, through whom they come. But it doesn't mean he's worthless, and it doesn't mean that his feelings don't matter, and he's not trying. He's just not the guy. Yeah, you know, right. So I find him a very sympathetic character in that way.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, and that that lost blessing is that that that's something, you know. <laughs> you it think, really hurts thinking about that. It does hurt, Um, but yeah, and that's kind of well, not kind of. It is directed by Rebecca. Uh-huh. Um, you know, she says, Hey, um, so Isaac says, um, behold, I'm old. I don't know the day of my death. Uh, take your weapons. This is to Esau. Take your weapons, your quiver and your bow and go out to the field, hunt some game for me and prepare me savory food such as I love and bring it to me that I may eat, that I may bless you before I die. And then, uh, Rebecca overheard that and then went to, uh, Jacob and said, Hey, uh, bring me some game. I'm going to prepare a nice meal. And then, you know, you're going to bring it into him and uh, get this blessing. And even Jacob actually says, um, Hey, I don't know if I should do this. <laughs> right? <laughs> He's like, I, I don't know. How funny. You know? Yeah. And then uh, she talks him right into it. Uh, yeah. She took the best garments of Esau, her older son, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And the skins of the kids; those are uh, goats, right? Uh-huh. Put upon his hands, so because to make him feel hairy. So huh. I'm assuming Jacob is not seeing very well,
2: uh-huh. um, right? Because he's very right. old.
0: Yep. And then she gave the savory food and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of Jacob. And then uh, Jacob goes into his father, and his father says, "You know, hey, this doesn't feel right. Who are you?" Yeah, but it's too uh, soon. but he accepts think- that It's Esau anyway. And oh, but uh, I
1: like the. Isaac knows enough to be suspicious. Yeah. You feel like he's been watching Rebecca do all this stuff for so long and Jacob kind of coming along in her same pattern because he's, uh, you know, cheated him out of the birthright already. And um, he's like, eh, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. And, and she's smart. She knows it. So, it's like a war between the parents through the kids at that point.
0: Right, right.
1: You know, because she even thought of, come close. And he's like, well, it smells like Esau because the clothes.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like... What a genius,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is interesting to feel like, hey, something's going on here, hmm um, yeah. and this is
1: the family stuff that you you look at it, just not thinking about the biblical context specifically, but about the people context. How many times have there been divisions among families for this sort of reason?
2: yeah, right.
1: you know, one mm-hmm. likes one kid better, one likes the other kid better, or they're fighting through the kids, or mm. they have different goals.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's always bad. Yeah. <laughs> it is not a good situation. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. So the, the blessing that he gives, um, it says, you know, may God give you the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let peoples serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be everyone who blesses you. That was the blessing you got. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
1: And when Esau comes in with all his stuff and Isaac's like, oh, no. And Esau's going, oh, oh, well, give it to me anyway. He's like, man, I can't. There was one blessing. It's a concrete thing. It's not like we would think of it. It's well-wishing. It mm-hmm. means something.
0: Yeah. Right. Yep. And then Jacob takes off. He's like, I am out of here because I've really made this very large brother of mine angry. Well, yeah, yeah. and
1: Rebecca knows. Yep. Yeah. She got told. And that's when she says, you know, um, I loathe these Hittite women. hmm Um, so let's send them off to my brother and he can find a wife and he can get out of here until Esau cools off some.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then Isaac, yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's just interesting that there's not more, you know. Rebecca, what have you done? Instead, it's like, you know, well, then Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him. Yeah, he's like, well, Mary He says, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll do that. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's kind of like what's done is done.
0: Right. Exactly. That's, I can't that's do a good anything about put put it that. now. Yeah.
1: We're not told the other stuff. Right. And what's funny is because you know you look at Jacob and you just go how can God favor this guy? He is so Mm. tricksy Mm -hmm. manipulative. Um, and then of course, once he hits the road, he's, he's still who he is, but you start to see him out of those circumstances where he's got the support of his mother and he's on his own and he becomes a little more likable to me. Yeah, I
0: I agree with that. It's almost like he goes through this little character arc, right? Where, Mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's, uh, Becoming a better person through his travels.
1: Right. It's that Mm -hmm. transformation of him into somebody who you can admire more. Right. You know, um, because he has two encounters with God, and then he also comes up against somebody who's just like him. Mm. His uncle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah, because one of the things that I love, and this is, I was saying this last time we were talking, you know, the author or the editor, whatever it is, uh, will just drop in these sentences that later on Mm. you think about.
2: Mm.
1: And um, in this case, in chapter 24, which was at the very end of what we were reading last time, Rebecca. Uh, ran back and, you know, she had given all the water and the servant had said, oh, you're going to be my my master's son's new wife, you know, Mm -hmm. and she's run back to the household. And Rebecca had a a brother named Laban, and Laban ran out to the man by the spring. And it happened when he saw the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms, which the servant had given her as a gift. And when he heard the words of Rebecca, his sister saying, thus the man spoke to me. He came up to the man and look, he was standing over the camels by the spring. And so then they start talking and it's that thing of like, and he noticed the rings and the necklace and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's nose ring and the bracelet. Sorry. And um, you're just like, he's just taking a mental note. Oh, they've got some money. I, I will go talk to this guy. Hmm. And it doesn't really matter. It's kind of a throwaway moment unless you now pick it up when Jacob gets there And see how he's treated.
2: Hmm. Because
1: he shows up and they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And then he says, uh, Laban at one point goes, well, it's been a month. I guess I should pay you for all this work you're doing. So he's been working for him for a month for nothing.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. Love those details. And then it's
1: just a battle of the wits from then on out.
0: Nice. Love that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cool Mm -hmm. details. Yeah. Very soon after... He leaves, Jacob leaves. He has that famous uh, Jacob's ladder dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, so it says uh, Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran. I'm in uh, chapter 28, verse 10. Okay. Um, and you. he came to a certain place and stayed there that night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed that there was a ladder set up on the earth. And by you and your descendants shall all the families of the earth bless themselves. Behold, I am with you, and will keep you wherever you go, and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done that of which I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid. Yeah. He's afraid. That's what mine says. He's afraid and, mm-hmm. sa- and said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So,
1: And he builds, a, then he does makes an altar.
0: Right, yeah. Then uh, so, Essentially. Right. He rose early in the morning, and he took the stone which he had put under his head, and he set it up for a pillar and poured oil on the top of it. He called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of the city was Luz at the first. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and clothing to wear so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. (laughs) He's going to do all this stuff, then he will be, yeah. And this stone, which I have set up for a pillar, shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give the 10th to you. Yeah. Yep. So he's going to tithe, right? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So... But that's, that's amazing that, um, I mean, that one line, um, you know, Jacob's Ladder is a famous thing you hear about all the time. And it is, and it's it funny is.
1: because you see the pictures of it, and it's a ladder. There's angels going up and down. And my translation, which is the Robert Alter, says, um, he dreamed, and look, a ramp was set against the ground with its top reaching the heavens. Mm. And they think now, looking back at it, that it's probably like he's dreaming of a ziggurat.
0: Oh, Interesting. Which
1: I think, oh, if that's true, going back to the Tower of Babel, see, now God's using it for the intended purpose where God's initiating everything. Yeah. Not man.
0: Not man, right. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. So,
1: it's a kind of interesting reversal there.
0: Sure is, yeah.
1: Yeah, because Jacob's not thinking about God. He's just like, oh, I'm on the lamb and going (laughs) to get a woman also.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, mine uh, in some notes, it says, uh, Jacob's ladder is a prophetic image of Christ who bridges huh. heaven and earth by the union of his divine and human natures. And then it uh, says John chapter one fifty one. 51. Oh. This makes yeah. him the one perfect mediator between God and man, 1 Timothy. Hmm. Um, and then it I says... I feel
1: like that's... It doesn't... I mean, I believe it. I, <clears> I see <throat> what they're saying. But I don't feel like Jacob is a mediator between God and man, at least...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I just don't get well, he's that saying, from his he's story.
0: Jacob's ladder is a prophetic image, not, oh. not Jacob. Yeah,
1: Yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't feel like I care.
0: A little bit of a stretch Isn't there. Isn't that awful? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, <laughs> but no. But yeah. Yeah.
1: It's how is God going to mm-hmm.
0: come to us? Right. Yeah.
1: I like that also this translation, it's interesting because he says, The land on which you lie, to you I will give it and to your seed. And your seed shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall burst forth to the west and the east and the north and the south. And all the clans of the earth shall be blessed through you and through your seed. Mm. So there's a couple things here, considering the more earthy nature of uh maybe the way things were written versus how the translations come down. So I like the the seed idea and the bursting forth. Uh-huh. And like you're like, Oh, oh my mm-hmm. goodness. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah. See yep. what you're Evoking here <laughs> and then the mm-hmm. other thing is um all the clans of the earth shall be blessed through you and through your seed, so it's that continuing message he told that to Abraham
2: mm-hmm.
1: he's telling it to Jacob yeah, it's not just for you, all the clans will be blessed your seed's going to do it you're the chosen people, but mm-hmm. this is for everyone
0: yeah,
1: yeah, and then he gets and um
0: yeah he meets Rachel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the classic well meeting you know it's that thing like where you know you just hear think the, of our fairy tales and the these things church, come up and yeah. you're like oh yeah they're gonna be a romantic parent it's uh-huh. like in these stories it's always like and was there a girl at the well i mean later that's how moses meets his wife mm. you know it just key it's just uh once upon a time you know <laughs> i love it
0: yeah yeah and then we have some deceit again right the uh uh-huh. Uh, so jacob jacob loves rachel and he says hey i'm going to serve you seven years to uh laban he says i'll serve you seven years for your younger daughter rachel um and then laban says okay sure so he serves him for seven years and then he gives him Leah, which is uh her sister
1: yeah they have the wedding yeah yeah which i guess she's all covered up and Must then it's be. the wedding night yeah. and and they, they send her in there instead, you uh-huh. know? And,
0: yeah. yeah. And then he's like, what? Wait a minute. Yeah. And, and then, it's all dark. He can't then, see
1: anything. And in the morning, he's like, wait, who is this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And then he's, and then Laven says, okay, well, I'll give you Rachel too, but uh, we'll need another seven years.
1: I know. I like him going, oh, no, that's our custom. I thought you knew. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. my fault you didn't check out the legalities.
0: Right, right. Yeah, or yeah. light
1: a lamp or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, here you get
1: another character who you don't you feel sympathy for because we're told what Le- is it, Leia? Oh, Le- yeah, L E
0: A H. Yeah, I just said yeah, Leia. I always thought that was Lee, but anyway. Okay, so yep.
1: Leia, um, we're told you know she loves him. Yeah. And she's always trying, now I'll have I oh I had another boy, oh, yeah. now he'll love now me. Now
0: he'll love me. Right. And you just feel so sorry for her. Yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah. 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 And it was interesting too that um, you know, God saw that, right? Mm-hmm. So he, he opens her womb.
2: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and she starts to have lots of kids. And then Rachel's is closed. Yeah. And then um when it gets really tough for Rachel, you know, God has mercy and he opens her womb and now he's she starts to have children um but and she has yeah she has she joseph. has um joseph right, and uh but leah then it's had, the war of the concubines,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Leah wasn't having any more kids so she's like okay I'm sending in my concubine and then Rachel's like oh wait, I have a concubine you get in there too and, Joseph, and Jacob's like well alright a man's gotta do what a man's gotta do
0: <laughs> yeah Jacob's having a very difficult life at this point Yeah, it's
1: tough it's really
0: tough <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, man.
1: oh my goodness his tribe is increasing <laughs> yes
0: it is Yeah. so they've yeah. got 12 yep yeah, 12 boys. And and girls mm. in there too, but 12. 12 boys. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And then, and then that's Joseph, right? Joseph is Rachel's son. And uh, that's when that starts to... <laughs> That whole story starts to take place. Right.
1: Well, and interestingly, because you've got this, uh, his family is having their little internal problems and various things, you know. And I can really just see him kind of going, oh, my gosh, women, Mm -hmm. ugh. (laughs) You know, and kind of going, this kind of tricksterism, I can't deal with. Yeah, yeah. It's not my thing. And so, um, because what happens is he's like, well, you know, I'd actually like to go home. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And,
1: um, Laban goes, "Oh well, hold on," and he's like, "Well, I don't really want to pay you, but I'll pay you in these kind of livestock that are colored this way because they're less desirable, I guess." And so then there's this ancient idea of here's how genetics would work, mm. and uh, Joseph, or I mean Jacob, sorry, manipulates the system, so he winds up with more than he should have. So it's the it's the war of the tricksters again.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's like, no, I see how this is going to go. You're not going <laughs> to get the best of me here. And then, then it's like, hey, I didn't want that. And so once again, Jacob is on the lam.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: He's having to get out of town ahead of Laban. And Rachel steals the household gods, so Laban comes, <laughs> comes after them.
0: Right, so Laban's chasing him. Yep. Yeah. And then eventually they make peace mm-hmm. um, or an accord. <laughs> yeah hey here's this heap of whatever yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah don't yeah you know as this heap is a witness you know we're not going to jump over this thing to to fight each other yeah it's like a marker right
1: a territory marker sort of a thing Mm -hmm. i think
0: yeah i think so too
1: and so then he's like oh well now we got the whole esau thing you know Mm -hmm. so he's he's sending uh and it's funny because it says, and Jacob had gone on his way, this is after Laban left, and messengers of God accosted him. And um it says, and Jacob said when he saw them, this is God's camp, and he called the name of that place Mahanaim or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother. And so you wonder if it doesn't tell you about those messengers anything other than he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You wonder if they were like, you better, you know, lay some groundwork here. Do you remember?
0: Right, right. He was right.
1: pretty upset.
0: He was a little upset, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It says, and so the messenger's can he's like, oh, I have all this stuff and I'm, you know, going to be there soon. I hope we're not, you know, uh, mad at each other anymore. And then the messengers come back and go, oh, hey, guess what? He's on his way to meet you with 400 guys already. <laughs> what? 400 Wait, of my closest what? friends. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh man yeah.
1: yeah so um yeah so i like that yeah. esau already knew about it
0: that's right you know yeah and it's like
1: i'm not that dumb yeah
0: then jacob was greatly afraid and distressed <laughs> and he divided the people that were with him and the flocks and herds and camels into two companies thinking if esau comes to one company and destroys it the company which is left will escape mm-hmm. so yeah he's thinking he's doomed
1: Yeah, and he's actually very carefully, they tell you, planning you. So these people are with this group, then here's another group, and then at the very back are my wives and kids Mm -hmm. and stuff. You know, the most precious, the furthest back. Right. Because he just can't tell what's going to happen.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's when he um, has the dream, right? Yeah. Uh, Well, I guess he doesn't have a dream.
0: He's all by himself. Yeah, this is amazing. Um, You know, I, I was really wondering what to make of all that. So, you're talking about the wrestling match, right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody
1: so, doesn't know what to make of that. Yeah, so, it's
0: fascinating. So, help yourself. Yeah, the, the same night he arose and took to his, his two wives, his two maids, and his 11 children and crossed the ford of Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream and likewise everything that he had. And Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched the hollow of his thigh And Jacob's thigh was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then he said, Your name shall no no more be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have striven with God and with men, and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Tell me, I pray your name. But he said, why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is preserved. And um, so when I read that, I'm thinking, well, that, that was God, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the what I'm seeing here is it says, A mysterious contest between Jacob and a nameless angel. Um. Is, I don't know if yours has any notes like that. After a night of uh, out wrestling his opponent, Jacob is renamed Israel and limps away from the scene with a blessing and a bad hip. <laughs> That's what my yeah. notes say. And then, it yeah. says, and then there's an allegorical interpretation and a moral interpretation. Oh. Um, do you want to hear it? So it says, Allegorically, well, the angel is a type of Christ and his defeat points to the passion of Christ who allowed his own people to prevail over him. And just as the victorious Jacob was blessed and injured at the same time, so with the people of Israel. Some are blessed to believe in Christ while others are crippled in unbelief. And it says that comes from the city of God by St. Augustine.
1: Well, you know, he's my guy. Yeah.
0: And then it says morally to wrestle with God is to struggle with for virtue. And that's from St. Ambrose.
1: Well yeah, and I because that's the great thing about I'm glad you read those because all these things are stories, but they mean more. Yeah. And that's how they can mean more to us too, because that's the point of a good story. Um and this you were asking about what does my book say about if it was God or not? Mm-hmm. So the word that's used evidently is Elohim. Okay. And it says, um, it is not the term that means divine messenger, but it can refer to divine beings. It can also simply mean God. And in some contexts, it could mean gods. And so, um, he kind of goes through all that stuff, and he says, it's just not clear. Yeah. (laughs) He kind of just leaves it (laughs) the way it is in the book. He's just like, here's all the things it could be. Yeah. And so, I think that's kind of interesting. And the other point he makes is when it says, and Jacob won out, you have striven with God and men and won out. And because he says... You have striven with God and men and won out. And he doesn't, you don't know if he means right now, right here, or through your whole life.
2: Right. right. When
1: the guy says it, the man says it, and it says, In almost all of his dealings, Jacob, the bargainer, trader, wrestler, and heel grabber has managed to win out. His winning out against the mysterious stranger consists in having fought to a kind of tie. The adversary has been unable to best him, and though he has hurt Jacob, he cannot break loose from Jacob's grip which mm. is always what struck me. Mhm. You know.
2: Yeah.
1: And then because I was like, well if it was really God, God would have beat him, but maybe this teaches God some or teaches Jacob something. Yeah. Because after this, Jacob has an incident that we can talk about where he acts very differently than he would have, I think, before. And um and it also says at the part he was limping on his hip, the encounter with the unfathomable Mm -hmm. (laughs) The encounter with the unfathomable other leaves a lasting mark on Jacob. This physical note resonates with the larger sense of a man's life powerfully recorded in this story. Experience exacts many prices, and he bears his inward scars as he lives onward. Mm -hmm. His memory of fleeing alone across the Jordan, his fear of the brother he has wronged, and before long, his grief for the beloved wife he loses and then for the beloved son he thinks he has lost. Hmm. So it's interesting that, and I hadn't thought of it before I read that comment of there's the internal cost that's represented by that limp also.
0: Right. Right.
1: You know, he's, he's now paying the price for his daring. It doesn't mean he's lost. He wrestled and he hung on, Hmm. but he pays for it somehow.
0: Right. Yeah. This is fascinating. And then in my note on the face to face verse where it says, Mm -hmm. uh, for I have seen God face to face, yet my life is preserved. This note says, um, God is seen not directly, but refracted through the face of the angel. And then it says, um, like in Judges uh, chapter 13. Um, I'd have to look that up to see what that's referring to. Um, a direct or unmediated vision of God is not granted in this life, but is a blessing reserved for heaven. And it's quoting one Corinthians, uh, 13 verse 12.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. So, but we had that earlier time in the, in our last discussion where, um, you know, God walked up, uh, yeah, to Abraham, to Abraham, right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: he sent his messengers, the mm-hmm. angels, to yeah. Lot.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> you know. Um, Very interesting. Yeah. And it's that mystery.
0: It is. Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody knows. Right?
1: You can just go by what Jacob said.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then comes an incident. You know, he he meets um, Esau, and I just love this one. Mm -hmm. where um, they fall on each other's necks. They embrace him and fall on their necks and kiss them and they weep. They're so glad to see each other. He's like, oh, thank
2: goodness.
1: (laughs) And so the relief Jacob felt, obviously, but the fact that Esau is, he's obviously there in strength. He's also done well and he's able to forgive.
0: Yeah,
1: right. It's been long enough. He's just glad to see his brother. Now his brother's been sending presents the whole time. So he (laughs) already knows that, you know, (laughs) okay, Jacob's, on the right side of this thing, he gets it. But, you know, I love yeah, that.
0: Yeah, and it's great. You know, it's, um, you know, when Christ talks about children and how, you know, we need to be like children, mm-hmm. that's kind of illustrated a little bit here. So that, oh, yeah. that you know, Esau is simpler, right? So, mm-hmm. so he's, he's able to forgive because he's not carrying all the baggage of right. all the deceit. <laughs> right. You know, it's more like a kid.
1: Well, yeah, and it's got to be a powerful message for Jacob also. It does, yeah. In addition to what he just went through. Yeah. You know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he's able, Jacob's able to live in peace, you know? Yeah. And then you have, and oh gosh, we're running out of time to even talk about Joseph, but um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who
2: mm-hmm.
1: knew Jacob was so interesting. <laughs> but then you have this whole thing that never gets talked about is Dinah's, oh, yeah. Leah's daughter, mm-hmm. Dinah. Um, was seeing the daughters of the land. So she's out visiting people, but she's the immigrant. She's the vulnerable one. And Shechem, the Mm. son of Hamor the Hivite, the prince of the land, saw her and took her and lay with her and abused her. And then he falls in love with her.
2: Mm.
1: And he's like, oh, I want her for a wife. And Jacob's like, what happened to my daughter? Oh my gosh. But he doesn't do anything. Mm. He waits until the sons come home. Uh And the sons are furious, of course. And Hamer says, you know, but my son wants, you know, your daughter as his wife. And we would like to be your allies. And so why don't you stay here and settle? We'll give you land. We'll give you holdings. We'll do whatever you say. What's your bride price and clan gift? I'll give anything. And so the sons go, oh, okay. Well, you're going to have to be circumcised.
2: Mm.
1: Everyone has to be circumcised. And so, of course, once everyone's circumcised, they're, these are full grown men and there's no anesthesia. And they're just like, oh my gosh, you know, they have this period of recovery. And then the sons go in and slaughter everyone mm-hmm. and get their sister back. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's the thing where Jacob then says something. He says to Simeon and Levi, you have stirred up trouble for me, making a stink among the, among the land's inhabitants, among Canaanite and Perizzite, when I am a handful of men. If yeah. I, if they gather against me and strike me, I shall be destroyed. I am my household. And they said, like a whore, should our sister be treated? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and God tells them, well, you better go over here and make an altar and, you know, we'll yeah. take care of it. Right, right. But it's that thing where you just go, he's totally inactive. He doesn't do anything. And then he's yelling at him, and it's only because, oh, now you've made all this trouble. <laughs> and they're just like, hey, this was a personal <laughs> insult to our family and to our sister, by the way. So, they have to leave. But one of the things that's really clear is if they go through with this marriage, which seems like a good deal to me, except for the fact that they would then be assimilating all these other people. Mm. Or they would be assimilated. Yeah. Because it's a perfectly friendly offer, but it's, you know, well, you'll be our allies, we'll do everything together, you can settle here. And the family purity is not going to hold out for
0: that. Yep, absolutely.
1: So that little scene is kind of interesting. Nobody really talks about it much because it's kind of problematic. But um, to me, I look at it and go, Jacob's changed, and he's not good at handling his family. And that makes me think of King David who later on when he's older and has had his problems with Bathsheba and everything. And, um, you know, um, is it, I can't remember (sighs) now. I can't remember any names, but Mm. uh, he's got a beautiful young daughter and one of her half brothers desires her and assaults her like that, rapes her Uh. and David doesn't do anything.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. And so
1: her actual full brother says fine. And a year later He sets it up so he can kill his half-brother over it.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's the
1: same sort of a situation because the father suddenly... the father
0: doesn't do anything.
1: Yeah. He's suddenly weak. Yeah. He's not handling the family right. And the kids haven't had whatever attention it is to show them how he wants them to think or do or anything. Mm. And then you've got the contrast between... um, You know, there's all this stuff about sex and... Um, clan that revolves around these women who don't have any power, see so of Dinah. And then later on in um, Joseph's story, they take a little side trip. You know, it's like he's sold into slavery. And then they go, meanwhile, back up north, huh. you have um, Judah, mm. whose mm. son marries Tamar. And the son dies, and she doesn't have any kids. And he's, she's like, well, legally... I, you should marry me to the brother so that we can have a child, and that will be counted as his brother's child. Well, that brother doesn't like that idea. I mean, he marries her, but he always does quitus interruptus, so there are no children
2: mm-hmm. that
1: will go to his brother. Well, God doesn't like that, so this guy dies. Hmm. And there's one son left, and Judah's like, well, just, oh, no, I'm not risking this son. You just go home.
2: Hmm.
1: And she's, she's like, oh okay fine but what happens is there's been a big sheep shearing and judah's off to the festival and she dresses herself up like a cult prostitute by the crossroads And it's like he's like hey baby she's <laughs> like oh okay so it's part of the deal as a surety until he sends her the price which is a a kid i think uh-huh. she holds on to his staff and uh family um identification so right. it's like she takes yeah. his wallet right <laughs> so then she's pregnant later and he's like oh mm-hmm. that's it put her mm-hmm. to death and she's like well don't you want to see who it was Ha, da!" <laughs> and he's like oh that's a fair cop i should have done it right the first
0: time yeah yeah <laughs>
1: now, she takes more action.
0: Right, right.
1: And then you have yeah. Joseph, though, who, it goes back to Joseph, who's being sexually um, harangued by the wife of his master.
0: Right, yep. And Potiphar. he's trying to do mm-hmm. the right thing, and Potiphar, he's running. Yeah. Yep. yeah,
1: and it gets him into trouble.
0: It does, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. So, you've got all these little nuggets just kind of dropped in as parallels and for comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's all yeah, about all kinds sex of and problems. family. Yeah, all kinds mm-hmm. of problems with that. Yeah. But yeah, yep. So we're we're on to Joseph here. <laughs> How yeah. fast
1: can we do it, right? How fast can we do Joseph? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a cool story. I think a lot of people know this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, he he's loved by J- Jacob, right? Mm-hmm. Jacob, it's his favorite son, you know, because he's Rachel's. And he got him a coat. Right and
1: Rachel's dead because she Ra- died having That's Benjamin, right. so That's
0: he's right. even more Joseph. So ben- Benjamin one. was the twelfth. Yeah, right. So, um, so now there's twelve kids, and and Joseph is is his favorite, and he's insufferable. He has yeah, dreams.
1: Yeah, I, lo- I love yeah. the line. And Joseph brought ill report of them, meaning his brothers, to uh, their father. Yeah. Like oh, I saw that line and went, yeah. Oh my gosh! I never thought of him like an obnoxious tattletale, <laughs> but okay.
0: Yeah, he's like yeah. I can imagine him saying, "Yeah, Dad, you know, just seen what they did today, yeah, that's crazy." And the old fond
1: father, and this yeah. is my favorite son. He's yeah. dealing out the punishment and buying him special clothes. Buying that him no one special else clothes, yeah,
0: very nice coat. But
1: then he's telling his great dreams about how you guys are all going to bow down to me. <laughs> yeah, the
0: wheat, the that star. Was the, that was the kicker right there. Yeah, yeah. I dreamed. Yeah, I mean, I have the the music in my head as that goes on because I've seen that show. (laughs) I've been the the technical guy on that show for probably 25 performances. So I've probably (laughs) seen it 50 times.
2: Oh, my god. You know, with rehearsals
0: and everything. It's memorized. So, um, yeah, this whole thing is just a musical. (laughs) But it's really good. It's accurate. So, so yeah, but the, the, the other brothers finally get fed up and they uh, decide to get rid of Joseph but they don't want to kill him so they Well
1: most of them don't mind it but um, <laughs> yeah. one of, well, them one, says, of them, one of them is a,
0: one of them said you know we don't want to draw any blood here let's just throw yeah. him in this well Yeah. So they toss him in there and then it's actually um, Judah
1: which is interesting cuz he's the one who later has the thing with Tamar his daughter-in-law. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, yeah, so, we'll so then just they go back him. to
0: Jacob and they say, Man, sorry, we, you know, it was horrible. He's dead.
1: We just found his tunic and yeah. he was, you know, he's in the pit and <laughs> yeah. there's blood everywhere. And poor Joseph or Jacob,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, who actually think about the thing with the clothes he put on his brother's clothes to fool his father. Yeah. And they're using oh, Joseph's wow. yeah. robe to fool. Their wow, father, that is, who is that's him. That's great. That's a great connection. Yeah. It's so a nice little good. synergy of payback, in yeah,
0: essence. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Joseph isn't dead.
2: Right?
1: Ta da! Yeah. <laughs> he's a survivor. He's a
0: survivor, and he's picked up and brought to Egypt. And, and a uh, good looking boy, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Young That's man, right. shall we say. Yeah. So uh he's in prison there um and he interprets the dreams of a couple of prisoners. One of them was a good result and one of them was not so good. <laughs> <laughs> but they were accurate. <laughs> they were accurate, yeah. And then uh Pharaoh is tossing in his sleep and uh somebody tells him, Hey, we know somebody who can interpret dreams. So he. Well, I takes- like it.
1: Go ahead. Oh, go ahead.
0: No. So you gotta, I was gonna. Oh, never mind. No, no, please. Go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, um, what I like is it's two years later. Ah, yes. The guy gets out of prison. It was a favorable thing, and he just totally forgets it. <laughs> the wine steward. Yeah. Farrah has the dreams, and he's like, "Hey, this makes me remember. Oh, <laughs> God, I should have spoken up before this. This poor guy." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. And so Heck they have yeah. to
1: shave him and they give him a robe and I'm like here's another robe. Here's another
0: robe. He's yeah. changing
1: clothes all the time.
0: That's so funny. They have to anyway. shave him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah So uh but yeah, Joseph interprets his the pharaoh's dream and the pharaoh says you're amazing. Come come live with us. So uh he
1: says come handle the emergency cuz he says yeah. there's going to be a huge fan. You're going to have seven good years mm-hmm. and seven bad seven years bad ones, and it, right. yeah and, and here's the plan.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You
1: really should.
2: Yeah. And he
1: lays out the whole plan for how he should <laughs> um manage it. He's like right. and just get it. just get somebody who's smart and powerful and you're like Joseph, are you just saying it or do we have a job proposal going on here? Because Pharaoh's like, and I know who that guy should be. Ta da! Give him everything,
0: it's including Donny a daughter. Osmond, right. Yeah. Yeah. So very good. So that's right. So yeah. So now he's uh, running the show in Egypt, you know, the Pharaoh's right hand guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, then his brothers run into trouble. Um, they uh, They are starving. Uh, they, they end up going to Egypt because things are not going well where they were. And um, they end up going before uh, Joseph. And Joseph recognizes them, and they don't recognize him because he's probably, you know, dazzling. Yeah.
1: They've <laughs> forgotten about him by now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They don't. Yeah.
1: And he was sold to Midianites anyway, not mm-hmm. to Egyptians.
0: So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have thought of it. They I wouldn't think. have thought he was there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, then, you know, so, uh, Joseph starts to, to play with them a little bit (laughs) and says, uh, you know, I'm going to make you guys suffer for a while.
1: Yeah. In case we just thought he was a nice, sweet, straightforward guy. (laughs) He's not dumb.
0: He's like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna uh, do this. He's got his feelings. That's right. That's right. Um, so yeah, so he, he, he's playing with them and he, uh, Let's see. Didn't he tell them to go back where were we at? So he he says you got to go back and get the other the other brother.
1: Yeah, cuz so, he was wondering about Benjamin. Yeah, he said where's like,
0: where's your yeah. where's your little brother? Right? And they they yeah, said it's oh, like is
1: this all of you? Oh, we have one more brother. Yeah.
0: So he says, "All right, I'm going to keep you all in jail, but one of you go back and get get him." Yeah. So he does that and then so uh, Benjamin is brought and then um he uh Ends up, you know, he says, okay, I'm going to give you guys some food. So he fills everybody's sacks with food and uh, puts some money in Benjamin's sack.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then uh, accuses Benjamin of uh, stealing money yeah. and detains him. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the brothers are like, but he's our brother, you know. This uh, is
1: going to kill our father. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. His other favorite son. His other favorite son. He's right. already old.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So then Judah, Judah is the one who goes up and pleads for Benjamin to release, or pleads for Joseph, who he doesn't know is Joseph, to release Benjamin. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, uh, you know, so, yeah, you're right. It's going to kill our dad. It's going to be horrible. Uh, Please don't do this. And then Joseph says, aha, I'm Joseph. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's really like you can see him just going, are you guys still like you were before?
0: Yeah, right.
1: Uh, what's happened to my brother?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Who also may have been petted and loved a lot more than the others. We don't know. We're not told.
2: Right, right.
1: And um, this is his test going, are we different now? Mm-hmm. And they care more about their father and their brother than yeah. about themselves. And Judas shows it. Right, right. You know? Yeah. I do love the fact that he's. There's three different times he's like, just, I, just a minute, guys. I, I need mean, a minute alone. I've got to go to important conference.
2: And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love the sheer emotion. I just can't handle it. Important uh, pharaoh work going on over here.
0: Oh, that's the best. That's the best.
1: <laughs> well, you know, uh-huh. he lets it all hang out. He
0: does. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too oh, good. Goodness. Too good. Yeah. So now they're a happy family again. Yeah. So they send for uh, Jacob. Yeah. Right? Jacob brings his whole family to Egypt.
1: Who can, uh, who so cannot even believe it that his son is alive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Everything's wonderful. Yeah. So, yep. That, that's pretty much what that story is. Um, well, but
1: I do love, mm-hmm. uh, there's one really important thing that's said in here, I think, that, um, it resonates for modern people a lot, mm-hmm. because there's this tendency, especially with things like the prosperity gospel, where oh, you yes. do something mm-hmm. good and God will reward you with riches and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And um, having read especially also a bunch of the prophets,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, there's this idea with, with the prophets, they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be horrible for a while. Oh, a few hundred years, you know? And they're like, oh, well, then we're not doing this at all. And Joseph points out, he says, do not be pained and do not be incensed with yourself that you sold me down here because for sustenance God has sent me before you. Two years now there has been famine in the heart of the land, and yet there are five years without plowing and harvest. And God has sent me before you to make you a remnant on the earth and to preserve life for you shall be a great surviving group. Hmm. And so it is not you who sent me here, but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord to all his house and ruler over all of Egypt. Hmm. And so he's, he specifically points out this thing was not great, but good came from it. And God planned it that way. I had to go through all this stuff to be here at the right time. And think of what he went through.
0: Yeah.
1: That couldn't have been easy.
0: Couldn't have been. You know, right.
1: especially for a privileged brat. Mm-hmm. You're, you become a slave. You're attacked by, you know, you're lied about and thrown into prison. You're left in prison after you did the right thing and went, don't forget me. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but it changed who he was, you have a feeling. And those brothers also changed, I think, through watching their father suffer, through going yeah. through things as leading the clan.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: So those were the hardships they had to go through in order to get to the spot that was for their greatest good.
0: Hmm. Yes. That's great. That's nice.
1: Yeah, because that gets them to the spot where they'll be preserved for four hundred years before they got to get out of there.
0: Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I wanted to mention in my, and again, I'm using the Ignatius Bible here. It has this nice little uh, uh, cutout here. Uh, it's called blessings and birthrights. Um, hmm. But it's interesting. It says the the firstborn was destined to receive a special blessing from his father and to inherit the largest share of his father's estate. He was seen as a father figure to his brothers because he stood in line to be the next leader, protector, and teacher of the family. Firstborn sons in the patriarchal age also succeeded their fathers in assuming priestly responsibilities in family life. In all essential respects, the eldest son, who became the patriarch, was a social and spiritual mainstay of the kins group gathered around them. And then it says, Only three firstborn sons in Genesis show themselves worthy of such blessings. Noah, Shem, and Abraham. Oh. Every other identifiable firstborn is passed over and loses his preeminent position to a younger brother. So it hmm. says Abel is favored over Cain, which is the firstborn of mm-hmm. Adam, right? Isaac is favored over Ishmael, the firstborn of Abraham. Mm. Jacob is favored over Esau, the firstborn of Isaac.
2: Mm-hmm. Perez
0: is favored over Zerah, the firstborn of Judah by Tamar. Oh. Joseph is favored over Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob, and Ephraim is favored over Manasseh, the firstborn of Joseph.
1: Right, because I'd forgotten there's a really important scene where Jacob is blessing Joseph's sons and he crosses his hands Mm. so that his right hand goes on the youngest son's head. And Joseph goes, oh, no, you you got that wrong. Here's the oldest. He Mm. goes, no, I know what I'm doing. Leave me alone. (laughs) This is how it works.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'd forgotten that.
0: So it says, often the eldest sons in Genesis are prideful and unworthy of their honors that await them. In effect, they disqualify themselves from their natural birthright. Other times, a question of guilt or culpability goes unmentioned, and God simply elects the younger son over the older to carry his plans forward. Whatever the case, God's preference for the younger and weaker brother over the older and stronger is pronounced and forms a significant subplot in the book.
1: Yeah, and going back to our clear favorite, the Jacob story,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um, you think of Esau, and he is the kind of person who, especially back then, and even today, you know, it's the straightforward bluff, I can do all the manly things, I don't need to think about it too much. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe not the thinking about it too much, but, you know, it's that kind of, he's like a manly man.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Jacob's, you know, hanging with his mom, getting all sneaky. Mm
0: -hmm, And
1: um, you're like, this is the one who'd be the logical one. Isaac loves him. He's mm. the one he wants to bless. Mm-hmm. God's like, that's not who we need in this case. That's yeah. very interesting.
0: It is fascinating.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so we have Jacob's death at the end of chapter forty-nine, and then Joseph's last days at the end of the the whole Genesis, mm-hmm. at the end of chapter fifty. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah and it's and it's, like it's uh the Joseph's death is preceded by his total forgiveness of his brothers which was nice.
1: Yeah and each of the people I mean you know Jacob has a pronouncement before he dies. Mm-hmm. about the sons. Right. And also he he doesn't he do a little history of uh someone or maybe Joseph does a little history of and here's where we we're at now. Uh-huh. You know, here's what happened um, in our family history. I could be wrong (laughs) about that. A very
0: calm family history. Well, (laughs) a very uneventful family history.
1: Well, the family history where God has had His hand over us the whole time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And as Jacob would say, or I mean Joseph would say, even when we didn't see exactly where we were going, Mm. God had us there for a reason. God
0: had us there for a reason, right?
1: And you think of the chaos, you know, you talk about that family history, think about these nomads wandering around, even though they're, you know, big tribes, they're just responding. This is why they wind up in Egypt so many times. Uh You know, there's a famine. We have to do what we have to do to keep everybody going. And there are a lot of things we're not told because of course this book is hitting the high points. So God was with them. Mm. And, I you know I look at this and I go, and the big takeaway is we can't see the big plan in our yeah. lives either. These people are doing the best they can in their little lives and as they seem to them at the time, um some are big and some are little, and that's the same with us,
0: absolutely, yep, yeah, so very true, yeah,
1: so yeah, that's favorite book of the Old Testament, yeah, I think
0: I've loved it, yeah, I just love it, <laughs> yep, yeah, it's great, it's great to go through it like that.
1: Yeah, good.
0: Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, me
1: too. <laughs> yeah. Always something new in it.
0: Yep, for sure. All right. Well, what's next up for us? Next up for us is we're going to do a, a <laughs> pair zooming of Zooming to the future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was zooming into the future. So a, a pair of, of related movies, right? Yeah. Um, we're going to do uh, our next episode will be on the movie called Her. Mm-hmm. which star, stars Joaquin Phoenix, I believe. Yes. Right? Yep. I was trying to make sure I had his name right. And then yeah. uh, after that, um, we'll do an episode on Ex Machina. Did I say that right?
1: I thought it was Machina, but machina. You know, we'll okay. have to look it up.
0: The last time I said it, I think I said Machina.
1: No, shh. We cut that out. It's fine. You we don't do. have to tell everybody
0: everything. <laughs> right. Shh. Ex, ex machina. <laughs> yeah, something. Right. That's right. So,
1: um, yeah, so these are both going to look at two different thoughts that came out about the same time in these movies on artificial intelligence, where it might go, and what it means for us as human beings. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: So
1: we're kind of taking, it's the other end of the Genesis idea. It's, <laughs> not, it, it's when right. we're way too smart for our own good, for it's, one it's thing.
0: It's Genesis with human beings writing the book.
1: I guess that's it. I hadn't thought of that. Oh, how interesting. Okay. I like it. (laughs) Right. So first up is her, I guess you said? Yep.
0: Her is the first one. Right. Okay. Yep.
1: All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah,
0: I'm looking forward to talking about that. That'll be great. Yeah,
1: that'll be a good one.
0: Yep. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. (laughs) I sure hope so. If
1: nothing (laughs) else, maybe it made you go pick up a copy of a Genesis commentary and take a look for yourself yeah, because these stories yeah. are really amazing. They definitely just are.
0: Yeah. yeah, very very worthwhile. Very ex- excellent read. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <All> definitely. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll see you in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah. Talk to you soon.
0: Okay. Bye bye.
1: Bye.